ask a question when you already know the answer. He does not love me. I bookmark that thought. I hear a door open. Footsteps. Then the silence returns, but it's spoiled. No longer pure. I can smell stale cigarette smoke. The sound of pen scratching paper to my right. Someone coughs to my left, and I realise there are two of them. Strangers in the dark. I feel colder than before, and so terribly small. I have never known a terror like the one that takes hold of me now. I wish someone would say something. Who is she? asks a woman's voice. No idea. Poor love, what a mess replies another woman. I wish they'd said nothing at all. I start to scream. My name is Amber Reynolds. I'm a radio presenter. Why don't you know who I am? I shout the same sentences over and over, but they ignore me because, on the outside, I am silent. On the outside, I am nobody and I have no name. I want to see the me they have seen. I want to sit up, reach out and touch them. I want to feel something again. Anything. Anyone. I want to ask a thousand questions. I think I want to know the answers. They use the word from before, too, the one I don't want to hear. The women leave, closing the door behind them, but the word stays behind, so that we are alone together and I am no longer able to ignore it. I can't open my eyes. I can't move. I can't speak. The word bubbles to the surface, popping on impact, and I know it to be true. Coma. Then. One week earlier. Monday, 19th December, 2016. I tiptoe downstairs in the early morning darkness, careful not to wake him. Everything is where it ought to be, and yet I'm sure something is missing. I pull on my heavy winter coat to combat the cold and walk through to the kitchen to begin my routine. I start with the back door and repeatedly turn the handle until I'm sure it is locked. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Next, I stand in front of the large range oven with my arms bent at the elbows, as though I am about to conduct the impressive orchestra of gas hobs. My fingers form the familiar shape, the index and middle finger finding the thumb on each hand. I whisper quietly to myself, while visually checking that all of the knobs and dials are switched off. I do a complete sweep three times, my fingernails clicking together to create a Morse code that only I can decipher. Once satisfied that everything is safe and secure, I go to leave the kitchen, lingering briefly in the doorway, wondering if today is a day when I might need to turn back and begin the whole routine again. It isn't. I creep across creaking floorboards into the hall, pick up my bag and check the contents. Phone, purse, keys. I close it, open it, then check again. Phone, purse, keys. I check a third time on my way to the front door. I stop for a moment and am shocked to see the woman inside the mirror staring back at me. 
I have the face of someone who might have been pretty once. I barely recognise her now. A mixed palette of light and dark. Long black lashes frame my large green eyes. Sad shadows have settled beneath them. Thick brown eyebrows above. My skin is a pale canvas stretched over my cheekbones. My hair is so brown it's almost black. Lazy straight strands rest on my shoulders for lack of a better idea. I brush it roughly with my fingers before scraping it back into a ponytail, securing the hair off my face with a band from my wrist. My lips part as though I am going to say something, but only air escapes my mouth. A face for radio stares back. I remember the time and remind myself that the train won't wait for me. I haven't said goodbye, but I don't suppose it matters. I switch off the light and leave the house, checking three times that the front door is locked.